Shalom, and welcome to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul, your Biblical Hebrew podcast. Shalom, and welcome to our Biblical Hebrew podcast. Today I wish to speak about the circumstances of the birth of Isaac, but from a different perspective. Isaac was born when his mother Rebecca was 90 years old, and his father Abraham was 100 years old. When we combine those two numbers, 90 and 100, we get the volume of 190. 190 is also the volume of the land of Canaan. The word Canaan, Knaan, in Hebrew, is written in four letters. Kaf, Nun, Ein, Nun. Kaf is 20, Nun is 50, Ein is 70, and Nun is 50. Together, they create a volume of 190. For Kaf is 20, plus Nun, which is 50, is 70, plus Ein, which is 70, is 140, plus another 50, which is Nun, is 190. So in a way, the Bible tries to tell us that Isaac's life theme will be led by the concept of the land of the one. This what the Bible implies by stating the ages of his parents when he was born. Isaac's life will be influenced by the fact that his parents gave birth to him in this specific moment in time. His life will be influenced by the fact or by the will of the one. Unlike his father Abraham and his son Jacob, Isaac never left the land of Canaan. Abraham came from Ur-Kasdim and then to Haran and then came to the land of Canaan and was approaching Egypt. Jacob lived outside of the land of Canaan in Haran and then in Egypt. But Isaac was born in the land of Canaan and died in the land of Canaan and never left the land. Isaac lived 180 years. Isaac was the first born to circumcise in the eighth day of his life. He was the first child ever circumcised in the eighth day to his life. Since the circumstances of Isaac births were already determined to be led by the will of the one, Isaac has to be binded. In Weinreb book, Roots of the Bible, we find the description of the binding. Once Isaac's arms and legs are binded, and a person has two arms and two legs, so the binding tells us a story. The binding of Isaac tells us how the four, which 
is represented by two arms and two legs which are binded, how the development which is represented by the number four, how the development surrender itself to the one. Because usually people don't like this story of the binding because they see in it a brutal action. Many colors people see in this story, but it seems that they like the main theme. The main theme of this Isaac binding is how the development, space and time are being surrendered to the will of the one. The word surrendered in Hebrew or the verb is nichna, nichna, like the same letters of the word kna'an. So in a way, the whole story of Isaac binding symbolizes one thing, how the four surrendered to the one. Everything is submitted to the will of the one, to benefit and to bestow. This is why Isaac never left the land of Canaan. He never lived anywhere else on this planet. Not geographically, but he was always with the one. To give you an example, when the time of Isaac came to be married, Eliezer, the assistant of his father, go with a letter and with presents to bring a bride for him. He does not make any move to get married. Some people look at it and say, Isaac is, is a passive figure. He never left the country. He never initiates anything. This is one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is to see how his will is always, his life is always, in a way, impressed by the fact that the four surrendered into the one. The one is attractive enough that the bride will come to him. Unlike his son Jacob, Jacob had to run from Beersheba and go to Haran, and Jacob was very active. And in a way, Isaac seemingly, seemingly was very passive. But I don't see Isaac as a passive figure, not at all. It's just different quality. Another interesting aspect of Isaac's life we find in the case of Joseph. When Joseph was sold to a caravan of merchants going down to Egypt, his brothers brought his coats of many color dipped in blood to the father, Jacob, as a proof that Joseph was eaten by a bad animal. And Jacob believed this drama that was presented to him, and he tore his clothes and sat on the ground, mourning, crying, put ashes on his head. At the same time, Isaac was alive. And ancient lore says the following, when Isaac saw this drama, how the children of Jacob showing him the theater like if Joseph was beaten or eaten by a bad animal, Isaac was telling himself the following, if the Lord does not want to show 
my son, Jacob, that his son, Joseph, my grandson, is alive. Who am I to tell him this? Again, if the Lord wants my son, Jacob, to believe that his son, Joseph, had died, who am I to tell him that he is alive? And Isaac kept himself silent all of those years that Jacob believed that Joseph is dead. Some people would say, what a cruel father, this Isaac. He let his son Jacob mourn on his son for many years. This is a cruel father. He, he knows the truth and he doesn't tell his son the truth. It's cruelty. But some people look at it differently because they will look at it in a way in the eye of belief. He says, if the divinity wants to show a person something, they will show him some kind of reality. And if divinity wants to show another person another reality, he will see another reality. And who am I to interfere in the will of the one? This is how Isaac see things. There is a lot to say about Isaac, and I hope that we can have in the future more discussions about Isaac and Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and Isaac and Joseph. We wish you a beautiful day and wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear more about a certain topic, just write us an email to hebrew at learnoutlife.com. We are always happy to hear from you. For more episodes, videos, and articles like this, please visit our website at hebrew.learnoutlife.com. We also would like to invite you to join our live classes. Just search for Online College of Biblical Hebrew on Facebook and start learning now with students from all over the world. Kol Tuv and Shalom.